0: That's me in the corner, that's me in the spotlight, losing my religion. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, the podcast where Matt and Todd watch a movie from a Netflix Top 100 list and then we talk about it on our computers because we're still quarantined, yet maybe one day we won't be. I am Todd Domer.
1: And I'm Matt Malloy, and yes, welcome to this episode where we will be talking about an older film this week called *Raising Cain* (1992's *Raising Cain*), starring John Lithgow, and no one else that I uh, recognized.
0: Yeah, it's pretty skimpy cast. There's only one other person I recognize from another movie is. The guy who plays Jack, who's the second guy, um, the dark-haired guy, the handsome guy. He um, he was in the movie Scarface as Tony Montana's right-hand man. Gotcha, but I don't. I can't remember what his name is, and honestly, I there's just really no point in
1: looking. I <laughs> feel it's Stephen Bauer.
0: Okay, there you go, Stephen. Yes. Matt did it for you. Hopefully you're listening.
1: Yeah. If you are, I'll give you $3 for listening.
0: Ooh, yeah. tough times with COVID. $3 goes a long way now.
1: Um, So I'll ask you about your intro, which was the REM song, Losing My Religion. How does that relate to Raising <laughs> Cain?
0: Well, in... um. The quick time I thought of when that that song popped in my head, the way I justified it was that song says the line, losing my religion, and Uh Cain is a religious figure Uh in the old Bible, so that's my loose connection. It's not the strongest, but at least it's there.
1: Well, there you have it. Yeah. Yeah. I... that
0: should be my catchphrase for life that I tell people it's not the best, <laughs> but at least it's there
1: it is there yeah so
0: I'm not the best but at least I'm here there we go that probably works more
1: right so yeah so we're gonna we're gonna talk about this movie um I think the only other famous person related to this movie is Brian de Palma who mm. wrote and directed. A movie
0: and should feel very ashamed of himself <laughs>
1: yes so what's this movie about well it's about a guy who has uh, multiple personality disorder and he's trying to work with his father to collect children to do experiments on them basically yes.
0: To have a control group,
1: right? And uh, the movie is about uh, him doing that while people are trying to figure out what's going on. Who are policemen and his wife and different different people in the in the world of of uh, well, I guess his name is what Connor Carter. Carter. One of his personalities is his his out outwardly facing personality is called Carter. Yes. His guy who does the bad deeds is called Cain. But then there's also other other characters who come out. Anyway, that's that's the heart of the movie. That's it in a <laughs> nutshell.
0: Oh man.
1: So what did you think of this? this fine film Todd
0: well uh i'll I'll just start by saying this is not a good movie <laughs> <laughs> by, by any stretch of the imagination I I feel like our loyal listeners will at least give me a little credit that sometimes even though I'm frustrated I might try to find the best that I can find in a movie like by point maybe pointing out the Acting since I wasn't you know that big of a fan of the movie or whatever, but this one woo there's it's gonna be really hard to find good things to say about this movie um I guess so this movie's really weird to me because the when I read the synopsis for the movie when because I had never heard of it when you said we were going to watch it, so I read the synopsis and the synopsis was kind of like it was like in a um something about you know miss Disappearing children, or whatever, a, a woman, a, a psychiatrist's wife, starts to think he might be in on it. So I was like, okay, you know, this kind of thriller, or whatever, you know, like a maybe a little like mind thinker, um, is coming our way. But the biggest disappointment of the movie happens in the first three minutes of the movie, which is where you find out that the psychiatrist is in on everything. Like, they don't even try to hide it. It's not even a mystery. It's, like, literally the first thing that happens. So most of the suspense just went out the door for me with that, because then it's like, you know the secret of the movie, and it's the first thing that it's shown you. So that just started everything on the wrong foot for me. And, uh, you got bad acting all over the place. I love John Lithgow, but he 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 tried a lot, let's just say that he tried really hard, but oh my goodness this it's just it's really bad. it's really bad, and I'm just gonna stop there because I could continue rambling and stuff like that, but it is just one of the worst movies I've ever seen Matt <laughs>
1: how did you feel about it? Well, with that ringing endorsement uh so. Yeah, this movie is from 1992, and watching it, I didn't feel like it was from 1992. I felt like it was from, like, 1978, (laughs) to be specific. It just seemed very, very old as far as movies go. And, yes, I know, 1992 is, is a fair long time ago now. It's almost 30 years ago. But... I don't know. It just felt like, like we've watched some older movies, and I have not felt that this extreme datedness to the movie. No, I mean people are are smoking all over the place. Like that's a common thing. I don't feel like that was a common thing in 1992, but who knows?
0: Yeah, or yeah, or that you could smoke anywhere you wanted to. Right.
1: Ninety
0: two is a long time away. Or long time ago. Here we go. But I, I can't remember that.
1: Yeah. The other thing that was really kind of weird to me was the choice of camera shots. Like, there were some really close-up camera shots that yeah. I was just like, why did you do that? Why did you put the camera that close to that person at that time uh, yeah. for no real reason? That
0: and they they did it a lot <SSSSSSSK> they did for, it a lot for Lithgow specifically
1: Here we go. <SSSSK> and and you don't you don't really see that today I don't know it, it was another thing that made it to me feel very dated as a movie and then we have John Lithgow. <laughs> <laughs> who's trying to play a guy with multiple personality disorder and I don't know I don't think he pulls it off and he's just you just look at him and you're like John Lithgow what are you doing this isn't this isn't you you're you're a, a comedic guy you're a funny man not a
0: yeah or you should be telling teenagers they can't dance
1: yeah so uh it's uh it's not a great movie it's not a good movie it's just a movie that's there that you can watch <laughs> if you are really interested in multiple personality disorder, maybe, although I feel like this is doesn't. I don't know. And well, the other thing I thought of was multiple personality disorder. I, I feel like there have been a lot of movies about that and a lot of books and a lot of stuff talk about that, but you never really hear about that in, like, actual life. I feel yeah. like it's it's similar to quicksand in that it's something that people always talk about or have talked about and it's really not a thing that happens in the world. So.
0: Yeah, I guess. I, don't, I have no idea. never really thought about it like that. You just blew my mind.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why I'm here. That's why mm. we do this. That's true. So... Uh yeah, I would I would say don't watch it. Um it's not worth your time. And I don't know why why this is on our top 100 list of movies. <laughs> exactly.
0: That's what that's what made me the most upset. Was that there's been we have definitely watched movies where I've been like, hmm maybe I wouldn't have put this on the top 100, but I guess I can see how some snobby person who thinks they're all that would but this movie there's nothing like there's absolutely nothing like like The Master I think won some Academy Awards or something at least got nominated for different stuff. This one like there's just nothing. Like there's absolutely nothing that makes it go. Yeah, let's put that on the top of all the things on Netflix. Let's put this in the top 100 for movies.
1: I I I'm can only think faith. of two two possible reasons why this would be on the list. One there's just not that many movies on Netflix anymore or yeah. two, uh, someone hates John Lithgow and wants people to watch this movie <laughs> so that they lose respect <laughs> for him.
0: Oh, that'd be, I I would, that would make it easier for me to watch if that were true. Like I'd be like, there's a, there's a bigger purpose in, in this movie being here that I can get behind. Sweet revenge on John Lithgow. Hmm. <sighs> Well, oh man, let's, I, I don't know if anyone's going to catch this reference or not, but something that kept happening in the movie to me that just uh, made me laugh a lot was that every time John Lithgow in any of his personalities gets in trouble, he just turned into the guy complaining about the monster, but there's something on the plane and be like, oh, but I didn't kill anybody. Like. It's just uh, all movie long. That doesn't have anything to do with the rating system. That's just something I kept wanting to talk about, but didn't know how to insert it in. So I just decided to go for it. (laughs) So Matt, how many... Let's go with wigs. Because a wig plays a vital point in the story at some point. So how many wigs from zero to five would you give this movie? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh well I don't think I'd give it any wigs from zero to five. But I'll give it I'll give it a fraction of a wig. I'm gonna give it uh point three wigs. Uh and the only reason it gets the point three is I was able to watch the movie all the way through without like, yeah. I never really wanted to strongly turn it off. It was kind of like it kept me <laughs> engaged um, in how bad it was I, a little bit. I think I, so, I my, the first number that popped in my head three was a, is not three, a good three. So I'm just gonna have to agree with you. I think nonetheless. Uh, how about you?
0: Th- there's a difference in feeling of coming out of a movie with like pure apathy and just being like, "Why? Okay." Like, or, like, why did this happen to me? Like, or like, what what happened that this movie came along? Then there's a the difference between walking out of a movie really mad. Like, and I would still watch this movie over again than Cats. And I think Cats is at a point one for me. So there's no way I can put it below Cats, even though I was like, this movie's dumb and there's no point or whatever. So Cats is still my, <laughs> my benchmark. I don't know if I've... Besides the movie Evita, I think, I've never been more mad by watching a movie. Yeah.
1: It's fair. Well, uh, that makes it easy for our uh, average calculation since we have the same number. Um, and I guess that's, yeah. that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd go to the movies short and sweet, but there's not really yeah. a lot and to this, say movie about a movie this movie is the first movie to ever
0: make us go other than maybe we, we should switch our movie dynamic and how we choose w- movies.
1: Five wigs.
0: I don't know if any other, it's made me think of it, but you, you mentioned it to me without me prodding you for it. So I was like, Okay. This must yes. have really been a not good movie for Matt, <laughs> if he's if he's thinking about switching up the metric system here.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, it's we'll true. have to think on what our new system may be. Maybe it'll just, we'll just make us appreciate the next good
0: one so much just a more few <laughs> bad than we would. We have had a few bad, bad ones, though.
1: though with this system so i don't know mm.
0: Hmm. yeah yeah that's what we do and there
1: are definitely movies on the list that i'd like to see that i've never seen that i've seen there but it's all random gotta trust the randomness yes <laughs> well anyway thanks for listening to our podcast uh We'll keep making these and maybe one day we'll get vaccinated against the COVID virus and life will pick up where it left off. Da-da. Da-da-da.